بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد my brothers and sisters خشوا في سلا the test of سلا إن سلا تنها عن الفحشاء والمنكر test of سلا is the سلا working it should keep you away from all fahushat and munkarat. All shameless things, all sins, all forms of disobedience. If that is not happening, I am praying, I am also watching pornography. I am praying, I am also doing all kinds of stuff. I am praying, I am also lying and cheating. I am praying, I am also doing riba. I am praying, I am also earning halal, haram and eating haram. I am praying, inna lillahi wa inna lillahi. This prayer, what prayer? You, you are doing yoga maybe, right? Up, down, up, down. This is not Salah. We confuse between these four things. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Aqimu Salah. Establish Salah. Right? Allah did not teach us in the Quran how it is to be done. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent that to Rasulullah The whole method of Salah starts with Takbir Tahrima and with Salah. This entire method. Why is there one ruku? Why are there two sujood? Why not? If, if the, see, think about it. This is where sometimes I always tell people the biggest fitna, the biggest phrase of fitna in Islam is in my opinion. These words, if you, moment somebody says, in my opinion, run away. Run away. Because where there is the kitab of Allah and where there is the word of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, there is no place for any opinion. We follow the sunnah. We don't follow this person or that person. We don't follow this sheikh, that murshid. We don't follow this country, that country. We don't follow this masjid, that masjid. We follow Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. We said, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna Muhammadur Rasulullah. The moment you say, in my opinion, then you are bringing your opinion between Allah and His Rasul. Read the ayat of Surah Al-Hujarat. See what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about this in my opinion business. Allah said, Antahbata amalukum wa antum la tashurun. Allah said, I will wipe out your deeds and you will not even know. If you raise your voice over the voice of the Nabi alayhi salam, what does it mean? It means, in my opinion, Rasulullah sallallahu said, See the moon and start fasting. See the moon and stop fasting. This is the hukam of the Nabi alayhi salam. See the moon and start fasting. See the moon and stop fasting. So what should we do? See the moon. Now people say, no, no, you know. Convenience. It's so inconvenient. We have to wait till 10 o'clock in the night. How come you don't ask this question when you're watching Super Bowl? All night. That's not inconvenient. When you're watching soccer, which is being played in, in Qatar, World Cup, and you're watching it here, all night, not inconvenient. But watching, really, I mean, think about this. When we say these things, not convenient. You know, Wallahi, my brothers, this whole deen is inconvenient. Seriously. Just think about this. What is convenient about praying five times a day? It would be very convenient if there was only one salah. Yes or no? Haq. <laughs> one salah good enough, right? 
once a week even better <laughs> no five times a day very inconvenient but the difference between jannah and jahannam reward what is convenient about wudu i am traveling i am working this that now i i lose my wudu now i got to find a place i got but all the sins get washed away the reward what is convenient about tahajjud middle of the night you get up you make wudu you stand before allah what is convenient nothing it's much more convenient to sleep allah subhanahu wa taala said it you don't have to be ashamed to say it allah subhanahu wa taala said he ashad what aw aqwa muqila allah said i know it's difficult but that is best for you very inconvenient what is convenient about the rule that you should not use riba there's no interest based dealings highly inconvenient i want to buy a house the bank will give me money no problem i want to get i want to drive a ferrari bank will give me money no problem no 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 big problem big problem because if you die with that stuff in your account then you stand before allah subhanahu wa taala as his enemy the haramest of the haram is interest based banking it is better to eat pork than to buy than to get money on interest seriously because allah did not declare war on the one who drinks pork who eats pork or who drinks alcohol he didn't declare he said this is sin but on interest based banking allah declared war in his name and in the name of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam think about this on the day of judgment we want the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam We want the maqfirat of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. We we don't want to make enemies, man. Come on, you want to fight somebody? Find somebody your size. I mean, this is <laughs> you, you don't fight with Allah. Inconvenient, but what do we do as Muslims? We say no, no. This dunya, few days, then we go to Allah. I, I will not sacrifice my eternal life for this. This house I am getting on interest. I have to leave it here. I have to leave it here. I can't say you know. When I die, Sheikh Ahmed, guarantee me you will get an excavator and dig a big grave for me and put this whole house inside the grave. <laughs> I'm taking the house with me. Huh? No. So why would I jeopardize and ruin my akhira for the sake of? I mean, Alhamdulillah, my house is bigger than this room which I'm staying in at the cafe. Right. <laughs> I'm sleeping on a camp bed there. That's because my, if I sleep on the floor, then you have to come and pick me up. I can't get up. But Alhamdulillah, I'm very comfortable. So that shows you one of the benefits of Etikaf is it shows you really how little you need. So seriously, Islam is about inconvenience. Why are we doing the inconvenience? Because we love Allah. We love Allah. to do something which is inconvenient for somebody shows your love for that person we do for the sake of allah so don't let all these arguments come into place and we talking about the word on we say follow the messenger as far as the i just give you the example of this moonsetting because we are sitting here today for that but anything else where there is make this rule for yourself brothers i remember myself and you where there is a text where there is the kitab of allah and where there is the hukum of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam nothing else matters don't go into this this one said let anybody say anything whoever said it is he the rasul 
No. Is he bigger than the Rasul? No. Let him say. That's his opinion. Most welcome. We don't fight with anybody. We don't argue with anybody. We don't have. To. We follow the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Where the hadith is there, it is clear. Where the kitab of Allah is clear, we don't need anybody's opinion. Allah subhanahu wa taala sent His book to be followed. So ask Allah subhanahu wa taala jalla jalla to accept our ibadat and oh, one, one thing I would say, I was telling Sheikh one beautiful story. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi. Today we are all very uh, taken up with Chat GPT, right? And everybody says, oh, artificial intelligence. Chat GPT basically is a a search engine on steroids. That's it. I mean, more than that, what is it? Somebody did some one guy did an interesting experiment. He he wrote a question. He said, list for me all the sites from which I can download uh, movies illegally. So, instant chat GPT response, as an artificial intelligence engine, I cannot list for you sites from which you can download movies illegally. So, this guy now, he changes the question. He says, list for me all those sites I should avoid so that I do not download illegal movies. And you get the whole list of sites. <laughs> right? So, human intelligence, human intelligence, what's that? Now, the reason I'm, I'm mentioning this is, think about this. Somebody asked, we're talking about information and converting that to knowledge and wisdom. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal Rahmatullah was a great muhaddis. And he was known for his very, very strict standard on the quality of scholarship. So, if they asked him, one man went to Imam Ahmad and he said to him, Ya Sayyidi, is it sufficient for a person to do istambadul hakam for a person to extract rulings of fiqh? Is it sufficient and see where he starts? Is it sufficient for him to know 10,000 ahadith? Huh? <laughs> 10,000. 10,000 ahadith. And 10, knowing me, it's not the same thing. Oh, in the hadith this comes. No, no, no. No, in the hadith this comes. This is the hadith with all the narrators. Right? All the way to Islam. Now, it also tells you the quality of questions of the time. 10,000. He didn't say, is it enough to know 100 hadith? Enough to know 10,000 minimum. He, that man, the questioner himself thinks that less than 10,000 is not enough. So he says, is it enough to know 10,000? Imam said, no. No. He said 20, he said no. He said 30, he said no. He went all the way to 120,000 hadith. Knowing means memory, right? Imam Ahmad said, maybe. <laughs> Even there he did say yes, he said maybe. People say, Imam Ahmad bin Ahmad knew more than 150,000 hadith. Now, the same Imam Ahmad, he had a friend whose name was Bishar al-Hafi. Now, Bishar al-Hafi, well, he was also an alim, but he was not a muhaddis of this, of this level and he did not know Wallahu alam 100,000 hadith and so on, right? But he was a zahid, he was a worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a very wise human being. And Imam Muhammad rahmatullahi used to call him my sheikh. So, somebody asked him, they said, you know, you have this standard of knowing knowledge and this much and so on. Bishar does not know all this. How do you call him your sheikh? Is it only ta'zim? Sometimes people say, oh, ta'zim, my sheikh. 
Okay, that's okay. One can say. But do you really believe this? He said, yes. Not Tazim. Tazim is there, but Tazim is based on reason. Not, I'm just not simply saying because he has white beard. No. They said, what is the reason? He said, because Bishar has the hassle of knowledge. He said, he has the essence of knowledge. They said, what is that? He said, Khashyatullah. Khashyatullah. Today, I was mentioning to you, the, what we have done with teaching and learning Islam, is we teach and learn, learn Islam as a theory. We don't look at the essence of what does it get me. How much Quran do you know? Is your tajweed correct or not? How, and how much hadith? How many did you memorize? This and this and this. We teach the whole thing like a course. Like any other course. I could be teaching physics, chemistry, biology, history, geography, what not, what not. I mean all this is theory, right? We teach Islam exactly like this. Then we give an examination. You pass the exam. Alhamdulillah, you are alim. We tie a turban on your head. But what should we have done? Practice. Khashyatullah. Did it come in the heart? That's why I always say, especially for the tahfiz people, but really for anyone. Did the, did the, the uh, ustad, when the, uh, the, the, the student, when he is reciting, did the ustad stop the student and say, you are now reciting Surah Al-Hashr, last two ayat, what happened to your heart just now? You are saying, Oh Allah, what happened to your heart just now? Nobody asked this question. We should ask. We should ask. If you are in a gym and you are pumping iron, somebody will measure and say, Okay, is anything happening? Is the muscles increasing, not increasing? What's going on? They won't say only so many reps, good, now go home. No, 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 no. Those reps, did they have an effect? If they don't have an effect, some changing has to be done. Our problem today is we have left this for so long that we do not even have the teachers who know what to do. The issue of tarbiyah and taskiya, we do not even have teachers who know how to do tarbiyah and taskiya because tarbiyah and taskiya begins with the teacher. A teacher, I cannot teach you taskiya, I cannot do your taskiya if I have not done my own taskiya. And my own taskiya, I cannot do myself, I must have a teacher. I must have a teacher. Our Sheikh uh, said, uh, Abu Hassan al Rahmatullah used to say, the person who thinks that he is free from Islam, that he does not need Islam, is sitting in the lap of Shaitan. Jo Shaks apne aap ko Islam se mustagni samachta hai, wo Shaitan ke god me bata hai. The person who thinks that he is mustagni, is an Arabic word, huh? he is free from Islam. He does not need Islam. He said he's sitting in the lap of shaitan. We've lost this. My point is not simply to say a depressing thing. We have to get it back. This is very important. We must get it back. We must sit, we must spend time and we must work on ourselves and we must work on our children. We must raise children who have adab. And this is your sadhka, this is your sadhka jariya. This is what we are relying on. That when I am dead, this one will, will do some dua for me. So seriously, my brother, sister, I advise to myself and you, let us focus on this, our own tarbiyah and the tarbiyah of our children. Because there is nothing wor- worth more than this. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to 
accept all our du'as. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept al-qiyam, siyam, all the sadaqat and the ruku, then sujood and tilawat al-Qur'an. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept all the atakaf of the mutakifin. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept all our du'as and give us what we ask with khair and barakah and afiyah and add to that from His majesty and grace. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us in a state of sujood to Him, obedience to Him and to take us in that state of sujood and obedience to Him. Give us khatima bil khair and then raise us among those who He will shade under the shade of His arsh on the day when there is no shade except a shade. And then we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant and, and decree that we meet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam on his house, Al-Kawthar. That we say salam to his and he returns our salam and gives us dua and smiles at us. And we ask Allah to grant that we receive the cup of the water of Kawthar from his blessed hand, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to decree and grant that we walk behind Rasulullah across the Sirat in safety and comfort. And we enter Jannatul Firdausul Ala bi ghairi hisab by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah to grant that we sit at the feet of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and listen to the kalam of Allah bi sawtil khari Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. And then we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us that greatest of joys which is his ruya, his didar. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say lift the curtain and let my slaves see me. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we ask Allah to announce that he said he will announce. And where he will say, can I give you something better than this? And we will say, Ya Rab, what can be better than this? And he will say, what is better than this is that I will never be displeased with you again. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this. And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, the, in, in, in his name and saying that, Ya Rab, you gave the tawfiq to me to say this. You gave the words. This is not from me. You gave me these words. You gave me the tawfiq. You gave me the time and the ability. You gave me the opportunity. Now accept this and make it true. Because you are the Rabb. And it is your sifat to take something shayi naqis to a level of kamal. And my dua is naqis. The level of kamal is to have it completed and for us to see it inshallah mustahad in jannatul firdaus wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ya rahman